Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Uh, Going back to the book of James today, we started on the last podcast talking about respect of persons. And here's what the Bible said in James 2.1, and this is the verse we mainly looked at on the last podcast. James 2.1, My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. Then he goes on to talk about people coming into the church, the assembly, with gold and goodly apparel and, and fine raiment. And then also you see this poor man in uh, vile raiment. And you've got res- respect to the one that wears the gay clothing, and you've got uh, you know no respect for the one who has got the vile uh, clothing. And so you know Jesus uh, influenced James, and James is influencing us. And uh, James saw firsthand um, a God-man in the Lord Jesus, the Lord of glory, who was high and holy, and yet he was kind and compassionate to everyone. And so he starts off in verse number one talking about the Lord of glory. He said, when you've got faith in the one that has the glory, you shouldn't have respect of persons. And on the last podcast, that's what we looked at is how Christ was high and holy, and yet Christ is no respect of persons. And man, we need this uh, so much in our churches because there is this thing of favoritism and partiality and respect to persons, and it's not of God. They said about Jesus in Matthew 22, verse number 16, they sent out unto him their doctrine with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and teachest the way of God in truth, neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. And here's what I want to deal with today. As children of God, if we're going to be Christ-like, and boy, that's a, that's a big subject, and some will have their list of rules and regulations, this, 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 this is what you got to do. Let me tell you something. You want to be Christ-like, treat others fairly. Treat others equally. We should treat everyone equally. Christ did that. He had no respect of persons. Our standing within the church should never be according to what we possess. Whether it's material things, whether it is fame, uh, whether we've got a job that pays a million dollars a year or $25,000 a year, whether we drive uh, the fanciest of automobiles or, or whether we roll into the church in a clunker, that should not matter. But you know as well as I, that that's not the case in a lot of churches and with God's people. And it's not just about the material things. It's also about the recognition and the name uh, a lot of times. But it should not be that way. It should be according to the redemption we have in Jesus Christ. Look at verse 2 and 3. For if there come into your assembly, your church, a man with a gold ring, in goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment, and ye have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing. And that word gay 
means magnificent, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou here, or sit here under my footstool. <laughs> I'm telling you, just because people wear fine clothes, have expensive jewelry, doesn't mean they're great people worthy of our admiration. And just because someone may have uh, shoes with holes in them, pants that are wrinkled, uh, driving a jalopy, uh, don't have the the money to, to buy makeup and and get great hairstyles and I mean so on and so forth. We could we could talk about all that this world is eat up with. I mean we we are so affected by Hollywood and so affected by the entertainment industry and it's it's trickled into our churches and it's sad. Just because people have does not mean they're worthy of our admiration. Jesus, James is saying, a person is not to be accepted because they are rich, nor are they be, to be rejected because they are poor. Everyone is acceptable alike. And this is something that I have seen my whole life, and this is something that you have seen your whole life. I, our world is eat up with it. I, I've seen it in the schoolhouse. I've seen it when I was in school. Uh, you know, a, a, a kid with money, uh, parents who were influential. Uh, I've, I've seen that uh, play out. I've seen uh, it in the church house. Uh, I've seen, you know, if someone had influence in the community, everybody just allowed them to have their rule in the, in the church house. Uh, I'm thinking of a situation right now. I've got a pastor friend who's uh, dealing with this right this very moment got a family in his church that uh, is uh, wealthy and influential and abilities and he's got a church that is split right down the middle because some are are, are, are leaning towards that family instead of the church family and it's causing a division in his church and I've seen it in families I've seen this in families where a rich aunt or a rich uncle was favored more than another and it's so ungodly. It's so wicked. It's so not Christ-like. It's against the Word of God for us to treat someone differently because of the haves or the have-nots. And you're robbing yourself of great relationships. Some of the greatest people that I've had in the ministry over these past uh, 30 years of full-time ministry, some of the greatest friendships, some of the greatest trustworthiness um, have been from people that in the world's eyes had nothing to offer. But I found that God had given them much more than a dollar, much more than a fancy car, much more than a big house, they had real love. They had real compassion. They had real, a real standard of brotherly love. And I gleaned from that because I did not treat them different, but I tried my best to not have respect to persons. And, I, and you're missing out. When you, when you look down on your brother or your sister because they may not be exactly like you, and I'm not talking about sin. I'm not talking about standards i'm not talking about something that goes against the bible i'm talking about when when you just got differences 
differences in social standing, differences in ideas, you know, our ideals, how they differ, our values, you're missing out. And you can learn so much. You can learn so much. The world's standard of values is far different than God's standard. The world makes heroes out of the wealthy and the famous. The Bible condemns it. The Bible everywhere condemns the respect of persons. Listen what Deuteronomy 1.17 says. Ye shall not respect persons in judgment, but ye shall hear the small as well as the great. Ye shall not be afraid of the face of men. See, we can expect that from the world. But the church is just as guilty as the world in respecting people because of wealth and fame. Today, <laughs> I have what I like to call Christian celebrities. Oh, I am so bleh. I am so just bleh with that. Um, you know, the big name, the big name. And we've got it. We've got the music industry and uh, the Christian music industry and uh, we've got the um, the large names, the ones that's on the posters and the ones that's on the the headlining the camp meeting and headlining and their names. And you know, I've I've, I've been in meetings where uh, a little lady from up in the mountains gets up and sings a song, and people just sit there. And then all of a sudden, here comes the the big name group on stage, and everybody gets excited. Or I've seen preachers who were just little country preachers on the backside of nowhere that nobody knew and they preached the truth and it was great and nobody really got with them. And then on the stage comes the guy that everybody knows and blah, 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 you know, and I've seen that. And I've seen folk phone all over people just because of the name. You better hear this. When we get to heaven, it's going to be a vastly different thing a lot of people are trying to impress men but we don't impress god the bible teaches that neither a person's money nor their fame qualify them uh, in the lord's work and if we cater to the rich for anything we might hope to get or or if we look with contempt upon the poor merely because they have nothing to contribute i promise you they do you just don't think they do we're going to be sadly disappointed on the day of judgment and James is warning his readers not to respect persons on the basis of outward appearances. One day, I believe the first are going to be last and the last are going to be first. There's going to be some little grannies that nobody ever knew their name that are going to get so many crowns at the judgment seat because of their faithfulness in the shadows. There's going to be some preachers that nobody ever had on the stage to preach they never preached the large meeting. They never had their name on a poster. They never had their name on a marquee in front of the big church. But they were faithful to their little congregation. And they stayed at it. And they stayed true to it. God, help us to see that. They're going to lead the way when we get to glory. Because God is no respect of persons. 1 Samuel 16, 7 is one of, a great verse. One of my favorites. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. When the Lord came to the earth to minister, I love the fact that he came as a poor man. Second Corinthians 8 9 said, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I can identify. Hello, 
I can identify <laughs> for the for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus. Anybody else out there can identify with Jesus because he came as a poor man. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor that ye through his poverty might be rich. He came as a poor man. Why? Because he knew there would be some people that would follow him just because he was wealthy. And some did follow him for that reason, because they thought he was going to be the king of the Jews. That's why they mocked him. That's why they put it up above the cross, king of the Jews. They mocked him. But Jesus came as a poor man, born in a stable for goodness sake born in a stable with animals the foxes have holes the birds of the air have nests but son of man hath not where to lay his head he came as a poor man he was anointed to preach to poor men luke 4 18 the spirit of the lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted Preach to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised. Jesus said, when we have a feast, call them poor people. He said this in Luke 14, but when thou makest a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and thou shalt be blessed. I agree with that. You'll be blessed for they cannot recompense thee. Well, what do they have to offer our church? What do they have to offer our ministry? You'd be amazed. For thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. Jesus tested the rich young ruler. He said, if thou will be perfect, go and sell thou that thou hast and give to the poor. And thou shalt have treasures in heaven and come and follow me. I don't know that Jesus would have required him to sell all he had and give it to the poor, but he had to be willing. And so do you and I. See, the world can see our um, the world can see our partiality. They can see our favoritism. They can see our bias. They can see our preferential treatment. But God is no respecter of persons. In Acts chapter ten, verse thirty-four, Peter's trying to help the Jews here um, to know that God didn't love them any more than He loved the Gentiles. Peter had come to understand that God didn't show favoritism. And he had been a very prejudiced person. But look what he said. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive that God is no respect of persons, but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. You know what Peter's saying? God don't show any partiality. God wants all people, God wants all nations to repent and be saved. And I'll say this and I'll say it again. God shows no partiality. God shows no favoritism. God is not a respect of persons, and neither should I be either. Let's go out today and be salt and light. The world is dark. The world is dirty. It needs purifying. It needs illuminating. Let's go out today and be a witness. If you're listening to this in the evening, won't you plan on purpose tomorrow? I'm going to get up. I'm going to pray. I'm going to do a devotion, read my Bible. Get filled with the Holy Spirit and go out and be salt and light. Until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.